You're listening to GF1 Studios. Let's go! Welcome to another episode of Black Monkey. I'm Matt. This is my well, this is the people that are on the show. We got one short again, but we got one back. Um, but we're gonna start with this. How's it going, this? It's actually going all right. I do want to say this: it has been 14 years since Michael Jackson's passing. And I say it. I'm always saying this because of the theme of the show. <laughs> yep. Yep. Also, I'm a fan, but still theme of the yeah, show yeah, too. Yeah. Prince died like what? How many years been since? Like Prince what? Died? Nine. It, yeah. it was nine years li- after I think Michael. Yeah. So. Throw what you can say. I want to say to you and the world, and especially my wife, that Billy Jean is not my glove, <laughs> not my son. But she is a girl. Although she is claiming that I am the one. <laughs> And until that paternity test comes back, that kid is not your son. <laughs> Thank you. Say it again. All right. And uh, that, that's actually what he should have said. Until that paternity test comes back, that kid <laughs> is not my son. I need somebody to take I need somebody to take a test. <laughs> I need somebody to take a lot to take a test. There's somebody playing with me. The person the gentleman that is talking right now is Trillo XO, who is now can I say it? Married? Yeah. Alright. Yeah. I'm I'm off the market. Gentlemen and gentlemen. Damn it. Damn it. Ah, I know. I know, guys. It was close. Yeah. Here's the thing. Who was who would have been top and who would have been bottom? We both know. (laughs) Oh no. All right. All right, so um, guys, we're going to be talking about today um, my pick, which would be Blazing Saddles. Now, a lot of you are wondering, including Trill, why you picked this film, Matt? Yes, it's directed by Mel Brooks, who is also a um, Jewish director who I look up and is my idol. He is my idol. I love Mel Brooks, my favorite director of all time. But here's the big one. It is written by famous comedian and um, activist Richard Pryor. Well, that's Who right, is black for, for yeah, those no. young for the youngins. Just imagine Steve Harvey a lot skinnier and shorter. No, he's done. He's and funny and funnier. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's, look wise. Just imagine Steve Harvey shorter and skinnier. Uh, yeah, yeah. But 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 um yeah but Imagine from a pack of Newports. In a pack of Newports. Yeah, we are, you're right. <laughs> yeah. But yes, between the two of them, Richard Pryor is definitely funnier. Yeah, he is. Um Steve Harvey's not even not even close to being funny. funny. Steve Harvey's like that drunk uncle that wears weird Cadillac suits and always has chains <laughs> in his pocket. He has a whole bunch of sodas in his car for no goddamn reason. Steve Harvey had a wig on. For five seasons of this non critically acclaimed show, where Cedric the Entertainer was a funnier person. Don't get Seth me going. Was funnier. The, I always on, like said better on, on the tragedy that was Steve Harvey to the light skinned comedian. Jesus Christ. What, wait, wait. Fucking dress like the rest Trill, of them. Trill, I got a question. It. Question What type of sodas are in his car? Oh, he got, he got, he got, he got, he got, go ahead and get you a couple of grapes today. You got to get some of some oil. Get some young blood, get some of this knee high grape. Get that apple, yeah, boy. That's what he got. 
I know you like sun kiss. Ah, oh, man, I don't like me no sun kiss. He had all the off brand sodas. I was going to say that. I picture him with the no off brand sodas. The uh, RC Cola. He ain't got the RC. He got the store brand. <laughs> he, don't, he don't have. Yeah, he don't have no he don't have um and a correlation of flavors. You hear what I'm it, saying? Just, he got flavors from the Dominican Republic. Just, it ain't <laughs> even flavors. Fanta. It's not even Fanta. It's just grape. You hear grape me? <laughs> this is grape soda, like Laura Lynn grape soda from, from Ingles <laughs> or Sam's Club grape. <laughs> Dead ass. It is it is it is bargain chopper. Orange for sure. Doctor Thunder. <laughs> Anybody remember Doctor Thunder? <laughs> yes, it is Doctor Thunder for a fact. It is Doctor Thunder. All right, all right. Let's, uh, let's get off Steve Harvey. Uh, but Steve Harvey, if you ever listen to this, please sponsor us because yeah, we know you got money. Well, yeah, yeah. No, but don't get me wrong. I love Steve Harvey. I, I'm not trying to say we don't love him. I love the man. But I don't know about you. No, I'm trying to say it. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it publicly. I don't fuck with him. Uh, okay. <laughs> Honestly, I like, I, I like Cedric the most. And that's saying a lot considering I love Bernie Mac too. But yeah. I think Ced is more my aesthetic overall. If I had to pick between the three, I actually kind of like DL, but you know. I like there's Bernie. a reason why Steve went first. There is yeah. a reason. There is and a there's reason. a reason why Bernie went last. Funny. Yeah, there's a reason, yeah. <laughs> when you go in there to give me some milk and cookies. Anyway. Milk and cookies. Ain't no way you beating Bernie with the milk and cookies set. You're not. You gotta go first. I can go and then you probably cookies. salty about it. Give me some milk and cookies. I mean, knowing us light skin brothers, he was probably salty about it. Yeah. But let's let's get to the movie at hand. Don't um, yeah, me back. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> That's another rich prior moment. Fuck you too, boy. <laughs> Which way is up? We'll eventually have to do that. What, we gotta do which way is up. What what, what what do you say? worry. It's just a man and a horse hanging. I forgot his name. But I know he played the pastor and he said, Don't let me get this, don't let me use this glove on you, boy. <laughs> oh boy. But let's get to the movie at hand. Um, so let's talk about. Our first viewing of this film. I'm gonna start with Shrill, saying that he talked the most shit about this. I used to watch this film. I've seen it maybe three times all the way through, mm. uh, not counting the time I watched it before um, doing this uh, segment. But uh, it was a film me and my dad used to watch that and uh, Coming to America. Um, what was another one? I'm gonna get you, sucker. Uh, so basic, yeah. basically the inward special. Yep. <laughs> right. Right. So it was it was in 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 that time when I was, you know, not tall enough to uh pour my own glass of water out the sink. That's when I had my fondest memories of movies of that nature. So Alexa. That was my first viewing, probably when I was like six, if I Alexa. Why are you screaming at your robot? I was going to say that too. Have you ever tried to treat no respect? The other room. Alexa. Why don't you, stop. Why don't you go in the other room and have a conversation with us? Yeah, why don't Alexa, you go stop in the other room? The music. I mean, we all know Alexa is your woman. Why don't you go and handle her? Okay. Yeah, oh, he is for real getting yeah. up. He is. For oh, he get up, y'all. Oh. He going to the other room. What's that in your hand, Mac? Mac, put it down. Put it down, Mac. Oh. Damn, Mac, you ain't gonna go upside the head like. Do, do we need Damn, to call like bro. special services? What, what's going on? Wee 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 wee. You need to call the police on you, Mac. Sound like you knocking that ass out. <laughs> Alexa, Damn, girl, I'm twice beat the if you're alive. No, 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 no. Alexa, get up. Fight back. You don't Ooh, have to no, take stay this down. Mess. Stay down. Stay down. But um, stay down. all right, all right. Um, you next. Tear that ass up, Chris. Yeah. All right, so Trill, I get, I get a Trill. That's understandable. Um, Patrick, missed 
what about you? I can't even really remember the first time I watched this one, but it was just one of those, I used to watch a slew of old movies, and this just happened to be one of them somewhere in my life, life or lifetime. And also, I love Mel Brooks, and so I've seen most of his movies, not all of them, but most of them, and obviously this is one of them. Right. right. So, I, I, let's see, if I could probably pinpoint, it was probably middle school right, right. that I probably saw this. All right. Damn, when you like 12, motherfucker? Shit. Young ass. What do you mean middle school? This shit came out when I was a fucking... Oh my god, I'm so old, Mac. Mac! <laughs> you know what happened, Mac, the other day? But I was playing Warzone, I kid you not. I played three games back-to-back. 20 kills first, 18 kills, 15 kills. Then I get in this lobby, and I swear to God, this 12-year-old was whooping my motherfucking ass. I could not. I swear he was he was dogging my ass, to, and he was letting me know too, Mac. Did he, he, like, shoot, yeah, did he shoot you in the ass? You're trash. You're trash. <laughs> he he, Mac. He he hit me with a throwing knife and then downed me, and then let me get up and then shot me with dual pistols. Man, I ain't never been so motherfucking mad, my guy. <laughs> I'm past my prime, Mac. Is what I'm saying to you. Well, you sound like I think maybe I don't look as good as I used to. Maybe I don't talk as good as I used to. Hey. You sound hey. like the kid. You sound like the kid. <laughs> I think I got a midlife crisis coming on. And you Matt, only I'm forty. That's terrible news. <laughs> <laughs> terrible well, news. Can't I'm fired like myself in midlife crisis. Uh. <sighs> All right. So when I watched this film, um. I remember watching this um, when I was out of high school, and um, I just went on a bit. I remember watching Young Frankenstein. I love Young Frankenstein, and then I watched. Um, then I I literally bought the DVD of everybody kept saying Blazing Saddles is the best. So I was like, okay, so I watched Blazing Saddles, and I loved it. I love every bit of Blazing Saddles. It is a fun film. I mean, I love High Anxiety better, but I love this film. Um, this is very, very fun. It's second in my second to me. If I had to put on put like my favorite Mel Brooks film, this is second. It's still High Anxiety, my favorite, but this is second on my list. Um, I love the fact Men that Men in Tights is my favorite Mel Brooks film. Yes, so. that's yes. Yeah, hands down is the best one. Tripping. Yeah, that's you. That's understandable. Everybody got Iron Title. I like Men in Tights too. You know, a black sheriff, but it came from here. Um, so let's keep talking about it about the film. So my man's mole moved across his face in every scene. You can't understand that movie wasn't funny as fuck. <laughs> no, the movie's funny. Out. Yeah, that movie is funny. Uh, um, but I feel like this film it makes me feel like that Bert is literally Bugs Bunny. Film talk, and there's only like. I think like three black people, the dude that knocks out the guy when he was hiding in the mud with the shovel, his homie, and then you know arguably the main character. Yeah. Um, after watching the movie again as a full-grown adult, it dealt with racism, it dealt with um, classism, it dealt with the idea of what it means to not only like be different but still remain uniquely yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's racism and prejudice because, oddly enough, the sheriff was, or Bart, was also prejudiced towards Jim at first. Yeah. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. He was intrigued. They were him. both prejudiced toward each other. Right, right, that's what I'm getting at. Like, I don't right. think Jim was as, like, outwardly for, but you could tell, like, initially you could tell. But then uh, Bart was just as equally prejudiced. And, you know, it didn't take long for them to get along. But you could tell that they both had their barriers up. Yeah. Yeah, you can see it. I, I did like, I, I do I do love that scene with them just playing, just like talking to each other upside down. And him just getting to know him. Like, like for example, he said, he said, I, I used to be the kid. He said, oh, okay, cool. He said, he said, this is my hand, steady as a rock, but I shoot with this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just the comedy. I like the fact it's the comedy, but it's like them actually trying to get to know each other. And 
them getting respect for each other. You know, okay, I I do have a question about the acting because uh, there was that scene where they were Mark acting goes in this out- movie. Yes. For, for lack of a better term, yes. Because I know where you're going with that one. Yeah. But for lack of a better term, yes, they were acting. But there's this moment where uh, Bart goes out and the old white lady... Up yours. He says, he's, yeah, that. But when Bart goes back and Jim is telling him, what did you think was going to happen? Did you notice there was a moment where Cleavon Little, who plays Bart, um, he busts out laughing and I I rewound that because I'm like, was that a genuine laugh or was that scripted? <laughs> because it, it it seemed out of place. You know, Gene Wilder's Gene Wilder just awesome. Can we just say Gene Wilder's awesome? He just yes. knows what he's doing, you know. Like love- it was it was a genuine laugh, but I kept thinking, was that supposed to happen or was that him actually literally breaking character and they just never cut it out. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there's, I don't know. We'll never know. Never know. Well, we could know. Mel Brooks is really the only one so far that's alive. <laughs> yeah. Everybody on that film is dead. It's sad. Everybody. You know, it's, just about. And it hurts watching it because I love me some Madeline Kahn. I think she is oh, hilarious. God. Oh, it was so painful seeing her uh, scenes, knowing she's no longer no here. Longer I was like, I watched that scene. I was like, she was fine. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, yeah, she, yes, yes, yes. But she also, I'm like, I can't watch this with my wife. And then I got, I got fast forward through this part. Madeline, she walk in to see these titties. I'm in trouble. I don't give a fuck what I'm talking about. Madeline Kahn was Madeline Kahn is gorgeous and she's funny and at the freaking funny. funny at the same time. <laughs> She does it. Yeah, she kind of need to she work on that German like, accent. But I think that was the point. Right. right. But still, it was like, yeah, that was, yeah. was kind of hard to listen to her on that one, yeah. but it was still funny. Do you get a vibe that Bart is like Bugs Bunny? Because it feels like he is. At first, because you said this before, and at first it took me a second, but it was <laughs> when he uh, did the whole package from Mongo. Package from Mongo. <laughs> That's where I was like, oh my God, Mac was right. Just <laughs> everything he does is sort of like Bugs Bunny. Like when he does the whole, when he is with the, K, he dresses the KKK and he showed his arm. Which <laughs> I was like, no, don't do oh, it. No. And I was like, that's so Bugs Bunny. He said, they got, they unmasked me. He said, from the next set, Shessie Owens. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows who Shessie Owens should be known. Who Jesse Owens is at that time and period. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Like he's breaking the fourth wall a lot. By the way, for, for those youngest who don't know who Jesse Owens is, he was a he was a runner. Was he a marathon runner? Sprinter. 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 Okay. Yeah. I forgot what category he did, but yeah. he was a very famous uh the open one hundred. He was a very famous uh I think he won like maybe four or five gold medals, perhaps. Don't quote me how many gold medals. I know he definitely at least has one. At one time he was perceived to be the fastest man in the world. Right. So so basically Usain Bolt before Usain Bolt. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But I do love the jokes in this film are just hilarious. Like they hit. They they slap. I don't care what you say, Zach. I don't say, I don't care what you say, Trill. All these jokes slap. <laughs> I did not find the movie funny. I, I find it to be funny, a little heartwarming, and really endearing. Oh, so you didn't find it? I funny? liked the end when he was. No, I did. I found it funny. I, I really liked the end when he was like talking about these regular folks and he called them morons. I, that was probably <laughs> the hardest life I had. <laughs> All right. So uh, I definitely enjoyed the movie and I even enjoyed it watching it again. Yeah. I got like some nostalgia vibes from it, you know? That's always yes. fun. Remember Berries? Yeah, it's it's fun. I, I remember I watched. This is one of the first. This is a film. Like I tell y'all, I t- when I tell you this, my dad's a pastor, and I can sit down and watch Blazing Saddles, and they'll get a hoot out of it. <laughs> and I remember one time, I just one time I was just in church, and they were talking junk, and they asked me a question, and I was like, Howard Johnson's right. <laughs> Everybody started laughing, and they knew. <laughs> I just said Howard Johnson is right. <laughs> I sat down like y'all want me to say something. There we go. <laughs> you know what actually got me that I never noticed 
was how many people were named Johnson. <laughs> I was like, whoa, mm -hmm. how did I not catch that? I catched that of the second, like the third view and like, holy <laughs> shit. Because <laughs> it was Howard Johnson, Reverend Johnson, Olson Johnson. <laughs> oh, uh, Harriet Johnson. <laughs> We the God Fury. <laughs> yeah, she's like started all silent. And they're like, we can't hear you. Then she just yells. I'm like, Yell it. we yeah. the God fearing people. <laughs> we the white God fearing people of this land. <laughs> she was somewhere on it, like out of nowhere. Right out of nowhere, said it. That's hilarious. Oh. She went from like quiet as a mouse to cult leader she's real like, quick. I'm yeah. Sorry, I'm very bad at public speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah, she's um, like a motherfucker, didn't she? Well, my friend Corey has his his favorite favorite line from the um from the thing was when he was in the office, and um he was asked him. He said, "We need to get a harump, harump, harump." I didn't get a harump from him. He said, "Harump, you watch your ass." <laughs> <laughs> That's his favorite one. Um. But speaking of that, let's go ahead and get to the scene because I know this is going to be tough. Um, sure, I'm going to let you go ahead and steal it first. What's your favorite scene? Or this is really tough. Oh, the one where uh, the two main characters were uh, talking to each other and he called it the people in the local town of Mora. I really resonated with that. Right. That was definitely my favorite. It had a laugh and it like had something wholesome at the same time. A little right. buddy comedy. I, I, I liked that moment a lot. Okay. Miss. Okay, this is an incredibly long scene, but the moment that how do I want to say it? The moment they kind of not even broke the fourth wall. It was like literally they pan out and you see the whole sound set. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> From One, that, two, from three, that point to, to them getting in the car, that had me out. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I remember, I remember watching that scene and I busted out laughing because Dom Delis is just so hilarious. He said, "Just like, right, just get to his ear, wrong." <laughs> and I think what really got me was it was so random. Like the movie's already kind of random. But that was so random Pretty because dumb, yeah. it was like a totally different movie within the movie. <laughs> oh boy! But I did like how they're like uh, the the whole like Broadway musical song, and he's like <laughs> cut, cut, cut! Oh my god, you guys! <laughs> and then like um, it, it was just something about the way they cut it together too, because then you had the randomness of. The, the lady, the tour guide showing them, okay, and this is the star cafeteria. And they go in, but they come out with, like, pie on their face. <laughs> and also, um, the dude who played, um, I'm about to say his name wrong. They said his name wrong the whole movie, and I'm about to say his name wrong. Uh, Headley. Headley. Headley Lamar. Headley. Uh, which, again, the, the joke there, if you guys don't know, Hedy Lamar was actually a famous actress. That's kind of the joke. That's why they keep calling him Headley. Right. <laughs> or Hedy. That's why they keep calling him Hedy Lamar versus Headley Lamar. <laughs> but okay. um, yeah, I just like that within that one scene, I like the scene where he comes out of the men's bathroom. He sees what's going on. He's like, I, I am part of this. He goes back in and then he immediately comes back out with like pie all over him. <laughs> He's like, take me out of this picture. <laughs> like it, it was just like that whole sequence of events was so random and so much was going on at such a rapid pace. It just had me just in tears. Yeah, I I agree. That that was a fun scene. Damn. It is, uh, and it seemed like everybody was having fun too. Like even the yeah. people who were, I'm assuming were just extras, even they seemed like they were like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm here for it. <laughs> Damn. Um for me, holy shit. Um, I'm surprised you didn't take that scene. <sighs> There's so many scenes I like. But damn it, I love the fart scene. <laughs> uh, that one too, with the beans. I, I have to ask a question since I'm the only female here. I have to ask this question. 
if Don't assume my gender, but go ahead. I am. I'm gonna assume it right now, since we're talking about prejudice right. and um biases. Um <laughs> okay, if you were with your boys and you had a bunch of beans, is that what you would do? Like the, I know it's a joke, but is that something you would do? Just, if I was younger, so like, yes. No, beans give you like a shit ton of gas. So like yeah. the sit around the fire thing and fart because they're all eating beans is like a play on the fact that like in all cowboy movies, they always eat beans and they most definitely would be ripping mad ass and having diarrhea because that's normally what beans like that do to you. Like I've yeah. never eaten a plate well, of beans. Well, yeah, and, and I like, realized that's that. not why I have mud butt. Well, that, I realized that part. I'm just saying, would you go out of your way to rip that hard? Like, would you consciously do it? If I was younger, yeah. But nah, not now. Not around people. True. And that's just taken to a comedic level. Because it is a funny scene. Like, it is a and funny the, And the guy, the guy comes out, oh, he's yeah, like, so oh, God. He's just... He's like, like, beans? Huh? Like, you ate them all. So... The other scenes that I thought you were gonna pick my scene because I was gonna pick one, but okay. Um the 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 uh toll scene. The toll oh, where they like go up to the toll. Somebody go back and get a shit ton of dimes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, this this isn't necessarily a scene, but there's another part that even when I was a kid just had me laughing, and it's Fair warning, it's animal cruelty. I admit this. Oh, yeah. But for some reason, when that dude punched out that horse and the horse just kapoosh, just hits the ground. <laughs> I, I found that so hilarious. Like, the horse knew how to act. <laughs> also another one. I like how the dude's glasses was off, too. Like he really Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit. Also another one I thought you were going to take the, the, um, them singing. The, the, in the beginning, when he's were singing, <laughs> the songs in this were funny. Yeah, Camp Town Ladies. Oh, yeah, he was like sing one of those spirituals, and then he just said, <laughs> "How?" He said, "Do you know that Camp Town Ladies? Joe Camp Town Ladies sing this song, do y'all? Do y'all?" I was like, "Oh, yeah, this is Lyle Ly was stupid." <laughs> <laughs> Because anyway, because I was sitting, like, I was sitting there thinking, if somebody were to roll up to you that were goofy as hell and it, like that, and they were like, "You don't know this song?" No, I don't know this song. You go ahead and start singing it, and you're pitching them doing that shit. And I'm like, "Oh man, yeah, I can, I, 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 I can see people doing that dumb shit." <laughs> but, also, the the fact that because you know this is kind of the theme of the movie, the fact that there's this very bigoted white guy. You know, he wants him to sing spirituals. Yeah. And here's the here's this group of black people like, is that what you really think of us? Yeah. Cause they gave him that look like, really? Really? You want us to degrade ourselves like this? And they yeah. just bust out with like the best sounding song. Oh, ever. yes. Like, oh, yes. And he's like, no, 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 not that. Not that shit. <laughs> it was an old fish and Ian song. I was like, what? <laughs> oh boy. Uh but yeah, this film, this film got so many funny things. Um, we will be. Man, it's it's like it's like it's a laugh in every scene for sure. Yeah, like for him, literally sticking himself up, <laughs> putting a gun to his face. <laughs> Stop for the end, gets it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 that one is pretty funny. Um, I what the gun was. Yeah, that was too funny. <laughs> I, I feel like there, there are just like man, this film is just hilarious. Um, so I, here's a question. I, I would do every episode. If this movie doesn't exist, does it change anything? Trill, what no. you think? You don't think so? No. Okay. Missed. I, I'm gonna say in in totality no, but you can also commend it for 
not being afraid to use the language that they did. Right. You know, because even back then, they still had to be careful with that. Yeah, yeah. Not as careful, but they still kind of did. Yeah. I'm going to say, yeah. I'm really, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. I mean, yeah, and I understand, I respect your opinion, but I'm going to say, yeah. I think this changes a lot of things. I think we don't get, I think we don't get, I think we'll not get good parody movies if this doesn't exist. I think this, this movie set the mold for what a parody movie should be. And I think people wouldn't, certain people wouldn't attempt it and we want to get funny movies. Not necessarily it. It's just good and bad, but there are... Okay, so then let's refine this question specifically to Mel Brooks. If it wasn't for this movie, do you think Mel Brooks would have had the same success? Okay, we gotta think about this for a minute because he did do um, he did do The Producers. That was his very first film. Um, and it didn't do the way he wanted it. So I think if he doesn't do Blazing Saddles, we definitely because in, in the realm, it, I'm gonna be honest. Back here's the here's the story. Bill Brooks did Blazing Saddles, but he only wanted to do it. He did it for money. He did it for the money to produce Young Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Frankenstein, fuck it. <laughs> he did it. This that was the point. He did it for he did it for Frankenstein. He did it for Young Frankenstein. And WB said, Look, if you do this film, and and um Mel Brooks told him straight up, I do not want to do a sequel to Blazing Saddles. So if I do this film, I'm not doing a sequel. And they put some crux in this contract to saying, you know, I'll give you the money to do Young Frankenstein. And if it does well, blah blah blah, you know. I, and they WB wanted to do some do this, so what they did was they put a corpse in this contract saying, um, "If you do blazing, we do blazing saddles, um, and we'll put out some, we'll put out a sequel um, within, we'll put out a sequel eventually." And they didn't make a sequel, but <laughs> they made a sequel via TV because there was a there was something in this contract saying. He can't, you know, he can do this. Um, he can do a TV show, and that's how we got Black Bart as a pilot. So, <clears throat> want to put that out there. There is a show called Black Bart based on Blazing Saddles. Mel Brooks did not want this. He said, "Them son of a bitches did it." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "What the fuck is this?" Mel Brooks literally said, "The fuck is this?" <laughs> he said, "They actually did this shit." <laughs> But I, I did, idea. Oh. What'd you say, Trill? Yeah, they stole his idea. Yeah, they wanted made a TV show. Yeah, they wanted a TV show. He didn't want it, but yeah, they, yeah. What you were saying, Miss? Oh, I was just thinking if we didn't have Blazing Saddles, would we have uh, Men in Tights? I don't think we do. Mm, probably not. No, we wouldn't because it all hinges on Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. Trill, the black sheriff idea came from Blazing Saddles. (laughs) (laughs) The black sheriff joke, I was like, oh, that's Blazing Saddles. A black sheriff? Yeah. (laughs) Like Mel Brooks said, I did this before. This is nothing new. (laughs) Okay, so then here's another question. Um, what do you think the film would be like if Richard Pryor wasn't part of it? A lot less of the N-word. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I would. I, I agree. Yes. You got to think, think about this for a minute. Richard Pryor was about taking risks. So he would do stuff like that. And I think, uh, put it in another person's shoes, they would, they would say, I don't know about saying the N-word in this film a lot. But Richard Pryor was like, this makes it authentic. This is this is the way we need to do it. He probably told Mel the truth. He said, we're going to say the N-word a lot in this film. But the point of the film, the point of the story of this film is the hate 
is whoever says the n-word is just plain stupid and that's the way it worked you look at the film you look at the people who are literally calling the n-word they're just stupid or they learn to not say it anymore yeah because even mel brooks actually doesn't say it he doesn't say it because he doesn't want to do it he probably was against this but richard told him this is the only way this film will work if you do it this way and he was like i am not feeling it but we'll do it and that's the way i feel it i agree we need we need richard Pryor in this film to push mel brooks because if I don't, I think if we get another writer, he would really push it to be safe. He's like, yeah, let's not use this word a lot. Well, Richard Pryor was like, no, I say, if you see my comedy act, I say in 24-7, and I don't care. We're going to do this. this or, is- or here's the other thing that I think would have happened. Let's just say there was a, a white, another white writer who would have been okay using the N-word. I have a feeling that then it would have been overdone. overdone yeah. They would have overdid it. Like he would have overdid it a lot of it. But Richard Pryor's writing literally made it like, you know, I he he's yeah, they're they're saying the N-word, but he's making Richard Pryor's comedy is making racist stupid. <laughs> and that that really right. is the point because even the the white old lady who who said it like only once, either once or maybe twice. Just once. I think honestly she, said, she she didn't even say it like out of malice it almost seemed like yeah i'm kind of used to saying this that's yeah, how but, i see you i'm used to saying it yeah she used to saying it but after a while she literally she actually stops she actually stops and apologize she's the first one to apologize he's like i'm sorry you know i'm very sorry i didn't mean to say that <laughs> yes you did you thought it <laughs> was sweet now I have the power of Grace Scar. <laughs> but yeah. Miss, you got another question? Not right now, no. Yeah, I mean that's a good that was those are good questions. Um so let's write let's let's write this some bitch. Um you really gotta get that T in there, buddy. <laughs> let's rate. This son of a bitch. You gotta make sure you get that. I said some bitch, not son of a bitch. I said some bitch. No, I'm talking about the first word you said, R A T E. It didn't sound like you said that word. It sounded like you said great without a G. Bro, right. Let's write this son of a bitch. There we go. There we go. Let's make sure. All right, true. I want somebody to be driving in their car. Like, oh my God. We're gonna do what now? Please don't cancel us. We're only on episode three. (laughs) So what would you rate this film? That's that's kind of perfect time to get canceled. (laughs) What you said? Are you thinking about it? Which one did you ask? Troll? Also, what what would you rate this film? I'm probably going to give it a six. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. It's still funny, and honestly, I think there's a lot of commentary that still is prevalent today in it. Yeah. But when you stack the quote-unquote acting, these are people that actually really do know how to act, but for some reason in this movie, it might have just been editing, but it just seemed way slower paced and unnatural in some parts. Okay. Or like they they'll hold on something a little bit like kind of like what I was talking about with the Cleavon little when he kind of laughs. I'm like, was that supposed to happen or did they just not cut that out? Right. right. And it felt odd. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Bro. Five. You to five. All right. Um. Okay. I don't think a five is a bad score. If you got a ten, it's not, it's not five means fair. an average movie. Yeah. So, um, when compared to, uh, what was another black guy, white guy comedy movie? Um, compared to Django, that's a very fair one for one comparison. Although Django's not as funny, it still really deals with uh, the racial uh, yeah. aspect. And a historical timepiece. 
I choose to watch Django. Um, and, it's and not honestly, a bad it, movie. It's just not my favorite. In terms of just comedic timing, even Mel Brooks' own movies, the later ones actually have better timing than this one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This isn't a Mel Brooks movie I go to if I'm like, hey, have you ever seen a Mel Brooks movie before? Because we're going to talk about black and white. I mean, look at how it was set up in uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. It was very, it was very snap, fast paced. Like there was no like long shots unless it was necessary. Right. Mm -hmm. I feel you. I'm on the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast. I'm on the North Bay. I'm on the South Bay. All right. I got you. I actually, fuck all y'all. I'll rate this an eight. (laughs) You know, I I gotta give it an eight. I, I, I still got nostalgia for it. But I understand what you're saying, but I give this eight. There's so many funny moments. Um, yeah, I gotta give this eight. So, I respect your opinions, but I'm just gonna give it. Okay, eight. so other than nostalgia, why did you rate it an eight? Well, I agree with y'all. The fast pace is funny, but the, the the jokes are just too funny to just ignore. There are, and I agree that in today's time. Sometimes some of these jokes will not work. It will literally get banned in certain spots. But oh, let's be honest, this movie would not leave the cutting room floor. Oh no, it wouldn't. Like in today's time, people will get offense to this really quick. You know, know, we know who they are. Actually, we we should probably throw that in there. If anybody chooses to watch this. Do not watch this with woke glasses on. No, don't. You, oh, this would be a totally different experience. Yeah, you me. will hate this film if you watch it with woke glasses. If you're watching this as strictly a comedy, you know, you'll and just enjoy the ride, you'll like it. Like, but some people can't even take a small joke. And but you, you really just have to watch this as a movie. Yeah. You can't even say, oh, it's the different type of even that might not necessarily hold up, but um, just watch this as a movie. Yeah, great. Um, all right. So, um, we did the we did a um pan we did a um we did a yard we did a pan what do I, I think we did a we put the poll up. Thank God you want to reboot because we were not doing it. I'm telling you. I think Mel Brooks would have cussed us out. We tried to remake the, try to re- do a sequel to this because he did not want a sequel to this film. You know, the History of the World Part Two. He really did not want to do, do not want to do Raise the Saddles Two. All right, I'm going to step out because I won the last one because I put because of my masterpiece of putting play, putting um, Soldier Boy as um, Jody. <laughs> <laughs> you will watch the shit out of that film. <laughs> I was mad and gave you props at the same time for that one. <laughs> oh, that is so terrible to Oh, think about it. Soldier Boy said, You think you're gonna you gonna uh you think you're gonna fuck with Big Soldier? Oh man, wait a minute, you gonna fuck with Big Jody? <laughs> he don't know who he playing. He's a dude disguised as a dude playing another dude. He's a disguise another dude. That's exactly why I want to pick um, Big Soldier. <laughs> He'll be rapping in the middle of the film. <laughs> so you want to be? So you want beef with Jody, huh? This brother wanted some beef with me. This brother, this brother wants him to beat with me. <laughs> fuck you! Fuck your mama! Fuck your mama! Fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> Rap battle. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I think you replace you make Jody Soldier Boy. I don't think it's a bad movie. I think I think it's a hilarious movie. You saw on Netflix, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Points. <laughs> See, this is why we missed you on the last episode because we were waiting for the Medea uh rendition of Baby Boy. Yeah. Oh, Yes, that would have been perfect. <laughs> I would have loved that one. All right, Miss, how would you reach? Oh, sorry, Trill. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no go ahead. Uh, I'm, I'm All right, Trill. All right, Miss, how would you reboot this film? Okay, so I think the only way that it could be really mean something or people would be intrigued is if you kind of went the 
Who Framed Roger Rabbit Cool World, if anybody remembers that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like that, where you have real actors, but also that animated world. And mm. I want it to be something where and I'll get to the cast in a second because I I actually wrote this down because I was forgetting people's names. Like I remember their faces, but I can remember their names. So, um, it's one of those where the main character Bart, like in his world, he's he's struggling. He's like, all right, how do I rise above the lot I am based on my color? And then he goes to this animated world. I still, I'm still trying to figure out the logistics of how he does that, but even in Cool World, it was just like somebody farted a portal and boom, there he is. <laughs> but um, he goes to this animated world where he's looked at as, oh my gosh, you, you're, you're the Messiah kind of thing, kind of like what happens in um, Blazing Saddles, but behind closed doors, it really is a ruse. And he slowly comes to find out that it is a ruse in this animated world, but he uses what he learns from there and goes back to his real world and applies what he learned from there to his actual lot in life in the real world kind of thing. All right. All right. So for Bart, I chose Tyler James Williams. All right. I like that. For those who don't know who that is, Watch Everybody Hates Chris. Or uh what's the other one? Is it Abbott? Abbey Elementary. Yeah. He's he's one of the teachers. Um because he he in both of those shows, he has this ability to be a straight man in a world of chaos. Because look at how he was when he played Chris. That whole world was so wackadoo, but he still managed to have some sanity but even he kind of would break code sometimes and be like you know what i'll just embrace it and it's kind of like what cleavon little did where he tried to be a straight man but then he had to have that moment where it's like okay (laughs) (laughs) i I gotta play the field here (laughs) um for jim shout out to my cobra kai family on this one i picked tana buchanan do not judge how he acted in He's All That because that was a terrible movie. Just judge him how he acts in Cobra Kai. Because uh, even Gene Wilder also kind of has that Bugs Bunny-ish quality, the same as Cleveland Little, where he's he's a straight man. He's a voice of reason straight man, but then he'll do something that's kind of wackadoo where it's like, how did that happen? <laughs> You know, kind of like when he um, takes the um, the chess piece off the board, and you're like, how did that happen? <laughs> I can picture uh, Tanner playing off uh, Tyler in this kind of movie, or in this kind of setting. Alright. Alright, for Lily, this is a tough one, because I had to I had to think, how do I want the feel of this movie to go? Because I'm stuck between Anya Taylor Joy mm. or Aubrey Plaza. Ooh. And the reason why I'm stuck on those two is because for Headley, I'm stuck between Leonardo DiCaprio and Nick Nicholas Holt. Mm. And again, for those of you who don't know who Nicholas Holt is, if you've seen the menu or um what's that Nick Cage movie? He just did it. Renfield. Yes, Renfield. Renfield. And he also yes. was um beast in um X-Men. Yes. So that guy. So Leo and Nick have very different acting abilities. So it's kind of like that kind of determines the feel of wh- where the movie goes, which would determine if I pick Anya or Aubrey. So you might laugh at this one, Mac, for the mayor. Keanu Reeves. And there's a specific reason why I pick Keanu Reeves. And it's it plays into the twist of the movie. So <laughs> the reason why I pick Keanu Reeves is because I thought of him in Bill and Ted's 
you know, the Bill and Ted movies. I thought of him for that. But then I also thought, oh my gosh, the twist of the movie could be that this whole type people thought the mayor was a white guy, but he actually isn't. <laughs> or he could be a vampire. I don't know. Well, that too, but I'm just saying Keanu Reeves, who is in fact not a white guy, but people don't really think about that because he, he does look like a white guy. I mean, he, he looks like your typical average white guy. But, you know, come to find out that the mayor is, in fact, not a white guy kind of thing. Uh, For Mongo, Dave Batista, because I just want to see... Damn it, Bruce Jess! Oh, fuck yes! That's a good one. I had to. I had to. It was like, there's nobody else. I had to. <laughs> I can literally hear him saying the line like Bongo just spawned in Game of War. <laughs> he would sell it perfectly. Yes. Oh, I can see that. Okay. And for Lyle, I'm not too sure, but for some reason, the name Steve, Steve Buscemi kept popping into my mind and is not leaving. So I think I'm going to put him for Lyle. Because you, you need somebody who's odd. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And he plays odd quite well. Oh, yes, he can. He does. He does. Um, And Taggart, this was another one, because I was like, all right, who plays stupid? Who plays stupid really, really, really well? And I'm still trying to think of who plays a believable stupid patsy. Marlon Wins. Who is white. <laughs> Ooh. Damn it, I don't want to give it Will to Ferrell. you. Will Ferrell. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. That's Actually, good. That, That's that could work. Will Ferrell or uh, who's the other dude who looks like him? Um, John C. Wiley? Yes, John C. Riley. All right, that's a good one too. Ooh, yeah. Yes, yes. Actually, I I would prefer him better because Will kind of he has a moment in every one of his movies where he plays stupid, but then he has like a moment of clarity. Taggart's not that; he does not have a moment of clarity in the movie. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, I think John C. Riley would be perfect for Taggart. I can like, see him in the cowboy fit. You know what I'm saying? That was yes. a good one. All right, so you're done. Yes, that that's my cast. That's my plot. So yeah, the, basically the plot is just to reiterate, uh, bouncing back be back and forth between real world, animated world, learn stuff in animated world, applies it to real world, but it's still kind of that same allegory that's happening between both worlds. All right, I actually wanted to, I didn't want to give this to you, but a stupid one would have been perfect. Would have been Shannon Tatum. That is a good yeah, one, but at this, that. that's a that's a good one, but at the same time, he's too pretty. <laughs> Point. <laughs> but he plays stupid. Plus, I, I no. for some reason now I'm picturing like his uh shtick would be if he didn't know what to say, he just rips his clothes off and starts pole dancing. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Yeah, it would be. All right, Trill, you got a you got a tall task. What's yours? I was just going to turn it into an animated TV show. Okay. Um, I thought it'd be funny if the guy's horse who Mongo punched, like he's like a recurring character. And he talks. Um, I really thought an animated, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the horse, you know how like the, the, the chicken and Peter be banging all the time? Uh -huh. Like I yes. want the horse and him to be fighting like that all the time. Like he pulled back up on his ass, come up, hop off the wheelchair, and start throwing hoods with him. Like he trying, he really trying to give him that work. <laughs> like he really about that shit. See this. Like nah, you, like nah, because you snuck me the first time, and then he come up and just give him the hands real quick. Mm. I think that'd be funny. I think the cast should be a cast that. I don't, I don't really want to go into like different names, but I, I want the cast to feel like together and like they all play a uniquely different role and that they embody the character, you know, like um like uh, like Reno nine one one or 
married with children. So basically, like or, an ensemble Martin. cast kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Right. Where it's multiple people. Um, but I wanted to be just as raunchy as like the Boondocks or you know C Lab twenty twenty one. Yeah, and I, as you know, I, I really think there's a lot of material there. There's a lot of you know different dynamics between you know them just having a black share. Honestly, that could be really? one whole so, episode. So from what I'm hearing is you want Aaron Magruder to make a cartoon version of Blazing Saddles. Um yes, guy made the boondocks, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. See see for yeah. mine, I actually I was I'll, I almost or I forgot to mention this. For mine, I wanted uh, Jordan Peele and for him to bring back Keegan Michael Key for mine. Damn it. Okay. Didn't they have a falling out? No. No. It, it's just Keegan kind of just did acting and yeah. Jordan did Warren writing. Hill is just a director. Yeah. They just, I mean, he was in Get Out. And I want my them fault, to work. Yeah, I, I want them to work together again as yeah. writer directors. Yeah, they're not. They don't hate each other. I mean, like I said, he was in. I mean, Keegan was in Get Out. He just, they just are different on different sides of the world. They're still buddies. They just, I just they're in different sides, you know. Anyway, um, this is very very tough. Um, hmm. So I got Jordan Pill trying to do a comedy, and I got Aaron McGruder trying to bring back do a bring bring me something that is a cartoon version of Blazing Saddles. I also think it'd be interesting if the animation for each episode fit the theme of the episode. Okay, like if it was like a gunfighting episode, it'd be like uh like a like a like an anime samurai type of western Honestly, sort of thing. Yeah, but Naruto kind of like, did that. They kind of did that, where their animation styles would change depending on the circumstances. No, I mean like drastically change. I mean like it would one episode would look like Apple Samurai, the next episode would look like Family Guy, like drastically oh, okay. change. So it right. almost look like you're watching something different every time. I think that would be. I think any show that would do that would be really, really interesting. Have one episode looks like Justice League. One episode looks like, um, I don't know, like uh, something from like Pixar or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like some Toy Story shit. That'd be great. Trail, question. Will you let, seeing that you hadn't cast anybody, is it possible to get Gary Anthony Williams to voice Hedley Lamar as Uncle Ruckus? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that, 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 that'd, be, that'd be good. That's what I'm saying. The cast, the specific names, that's not really, you know, uh, I, I'd probably leave that up to somebody more, a little more creative to me, unfortunately. Miss, but, uh, hmm? I, I got to vote. Uh, Miss, I love your words. I, I don't hate Cool World. A lot of people hate Cool World, but I actually kind of did Cool World, and I like your idea. It's really cool. I love your casting. It's awesome. And very awesome. I love it. I love it so much. But she'll have me at she'll have me at Aaron Magruder is going to be doing Blazing Saddles the TV series, and I'm doing. Oh, like, he had me at that too. Yeah, Aaron Magruder. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Magruder coming yeah, back funny. to do Blazing Saddles. Oh, oh, oh! How about this, Trill? How about this, Trill? Aaron Magruder, Keegan Michael Key, Keegan Mike Keegan Michael Key, and Jordan Peele all work on it. That work. That'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah, I like That'd that. Be good. They just have to make sure they don't um, let Medea in there, no matter how much money. Well, has. that's why they don't include Tyler Perry. Yeah, yeah. And, um, Regina that's what King. I'm like, <laughs> Regina King will play Lily Von Shroop. <laughs> I think. Okay, if I'm thinking of one casting, I'm thinking uh, Trevor Noah. Okay, all right, cool. His his voice has to be in there because it's very distinct. Okay, that's fair. Um, Actually, for um, yours, they for yours because it's Aaron Magruder, he really has to do the thing where if it's a white character, a black person voices him, and if it's a black character, a white person has to voice him. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, he, he's really good at that. That's a big one. Yeah. All right. Well, Trill, you won. You won this one, so you get to pick oh, the next. Oh, hold on just a second. That dog's a tripping. Uh, okay. So you get to choose the next film, Trill. Mm-hmm. Um. And honestly, that makes it fair. All of us. Yeah. One. So. Well, it's a film I said in the beginning. It's a film that um, my dad and I, I watched. I'm a lot. It's um, I'm going to get you, sucker. All right. I like that one. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? Hold on. I've got crap. <laughs> you, you know what I'm going to say when we go to Chicago. What? You can take the stairs and you can take, you can take. <laughs> you can take the stairs and you can take the woods. <laughs> You take the hard way, you take the easy way. We know, we know. We know, we'll take the stairs. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> David Wayne's is funny in that film because he just, he started talking all cool and gangster, but when that girl literally showed up, he was like, ah! <laughs> He's asking. What I loved about that movie was his sister, the uh, Cam, singing as the drunk um, lounge singer. And what's so funny is the fact that the scene is still going on, but you can still hear her. <laughs> All right. So we're going to do I'm going to get you sucker. Luckily, we watched it because I got that. But it's on HBO Max, I think. Or Max. It's on there. We'll find it. All right. What you got to prove? What you got to, um, what you got to plug, Trill? Well, you know me. It's your boy. Still XO, ain't never heard of no. Still playing more games my current wife needs to know. And I'll be back to streaming before you know it. Well, follow me on Twitch at Trill underscore XO. All right. Miss? Well, I'm kind of in the process of uh, revamping some stuff, but, you know, if you find or if you message somebody on um, Game or Grudge and tell them you're looking for me, They'll find me. All right, cool. They'll relay the message somehow. We will. We will. I got a. I got a conk. You know. Conk. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Huh? That's so funny. A conk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Holland Miss. Somebody. Somebody want their ass whooped. All right, um... Alexa. No. No, yeah, no. Alexa, okay. You were beating the shit out of her when we no, first no, started. No, no, Did no, she no, make no, it? No, no, stop, Alexa. Shut up. Stop. Stop. Shut down. Okay. Oh, God. All right. Um, Somebody go check on Alexa. <laughs> it's a robot! <laughs> Ooh, how you gonna talk about your Mike? girl like that? Anyway, you can come follow me at TempaBookFan88 or GG Game Fixes on Twitter. Um, we got a lot of content coming out, people. Um, This show is great. You know, make sure you stop by, and if you like the show, um, leave a like and totally give us a review. We we will we'll talk to you. we'll talk to you. Um, but this has been a good episode of Black Film Talk. Next time, hopefully, we'll have everybody here. Um, so um, hope you have a fun time, people, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Wait, 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 wait. Chicago. Are you gonna plug Chicago? Yeah. Oh, we're gonna be in Chicago, people. So if you're listening, hopefully, if you're listening to this right now. All right, right now, I'm going to be in Chicago on July 9th. On July 8th. Hold on, fuck. Um, <laughs> 7th, you dingus. I got it. I got it. Yeah, 7th, you, seventh, you dingus. 7th, um, you, you dingus <laughs> through the 10th. <laughs> um, um, on the 7th, um, make sure, make sure, make sure, guys, I'm just, I'm, 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 I can tell y'all this. Hopefully, I can tell y'all this. But here's what's gonna happen, guys. So, and um, if you're going to Chicago Midwest, go to Panel Room Four at eight thirty p.m. and we will have a live episode. We will be doing a live showing of Gamer Grudge. Winner will live receive, show y'all. Live show. Winner will receive a trophy with a twenty-five dollar gift card. And 
the everybody else some people the people want um the second place and third place will get participation things but um just come stop by have fun debate and see if you can win the 25 dollar prize also we're going to be doing anime Yurami, which is going to be the same thing on um on on that on this um on the on the eighth and we will be in panel room three that also will have a 25 dollar cross you can win up you you also can win the trophy too this is gonna be fun people so hopefully stop by um if you're in chicago and if you're in if you're going to chicago midwest anime midwest stop by people we're gonna have fun all right that's it people we'll see you next time Bye. 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 Don't forget about me, babe. Hey, you want to listen to Chip? Watch Chef One Live. <laughs> I got the site for you. Make sure you go to YouTube and click. She go click D Game Fixers on YouTube or GF1 Studios on Twitch or you can go to Facebook and look up GF1 just look up GF1 anywhere and you'll get our content live I'm telling you guys it's worth the time go watch it go watch our stuff it's going to be fun we're even funny when you look at us through the camera it's even more hilarious and I promise you you'll get more laughter by watching this when you listen to this also, make sure you go. Uh, you are you're, you're a fan. Make sure you subscribe. You go. Um, you go follow our. Go follow us at Kiki Game Fixers. And if you want our mini stuff, our mini videos, our background videos, make sure you go follow our TikTok at Gf1 Studios. Thanks for listening. Be good. Be, make sure you um, keep playing video games and be yourself, people. We'll see you.